astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Swick, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Happy, happy New Year again. Happy New Year again <laughs> and again. You can say that pretty much through January. I think, I think so. Though, after January 31st, you got to stop saying it. <laughs> no, because then I think when it gets to February, then you can say Happy Lunar well, New yeah, Year. Chinese New Year. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that, that stretches that. And then That's as you get to March, you can say happy astrology new year. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now we're out in just the first quarter of the year. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. good news is Mercury is finally direct. So we were officially out of Mercury retrograde. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, we'll be about five days out. So, uh, you know, we always want to give a little buffer, the pre-shadow, the after shadow. So, you know, it's not just like, uh, Oh, the next day, everything's clear. You know, sometimes there's a little bit of lingering as Mercury goes back over those same degrees one more time. Um, but probably by the time everyone's listening, I would think, okay, we're feeling better about Mercury retrograde. Well, maybe you mean I can actually reorder something for the third time now? <laughs> Hopefully. I, I give, I, I always, um, give Erica and yourself, yeah. uh, you know, a statue for the, for the year of the Chinese year of, and, and we're coming up to the year of the dragon. So I ordered dragons and, uh, Erica's came in broken, the tail of broken. So, okay. Took that back, reordered it again. Then the box said dragon, the second box that came said dragon, opened it up and it was a monkey oh my in God. there. <laughs> and I thought that was so hilarious under Mercury retrograde, the trickster, yep. the monkey has a big association, right? Oh, yeah. With the trickster. Mm -hmm. And so then I have a, you know, and so now I've taken that back. And then I said, I'm not going to reorder until Mercury gets way out of retrograde. Okay. Well, maybe you might want to wait a few more days then, but. Right. right. <laughs> and I also thought it was interesting that Erica is a Sagittarius and Mercury has been retrograde in Sagittarius and Capricorn. So yeah. and then it made me think, oh, wow, it's because yours came in fine, right? Yep. yep. So I, again, I thought, wow, is this, a, maybe this really is a Mercury thing. Yeah. Sorry, Erica. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's coming. Um, so today's topic is Uranus Direct, and we are going to spend a little bit of time talking about Uranus in Taurus. Um, this is, Uranus has been in Taurus since 2019, so that's not anything new, but we no. did think we would just look back to say, what has Uranus in Taurus accomplished? to know that we have you know, a little bit more time with it. It's going direct. And then what all of the signs should kind of expect as Uranus goes direct here this year. Right. And Uranus in Taurus is not the most comfortable combination, right? Right. Because Uranus is about change and oftentimes revolutionary change. Mm -hmm. Things that change the lifestyle, that upset the norm, that take you in a new direction. Uh, we've called Uranus the disruptor. It's kind of our 
favorite term for Uranus, oh, the disruptor has arrived, right? And so uh, when Uranus has been held back, let's think of it, if, there, if you're a disruptor and you've been held back, you know, let's think of a police line, you've been held back, you can't go forward, you know, you get agitated. So when you can break free, you just, you know, you're going to do something rash. You're going to do something. You're going to run. You're going to experience this renewed sense of freedom or self-expression. It Uranus and Taurus reminds me a lot of like the oversheltering parents, because that would be the Taurus. We want to provide stability. We want to provide security, you know, and people will say, don't do that. Cause when they finally get a taste of freedom, they're going to go wild. And then that's the Uranus. So that's to me, what Uranus and Taurus feels like is, because Taurus likes stability and security and, you know, Taurus likes to be a little bit softer where mm -hmm. Uranus can be a little bit more harsh. Right. And it's going to affect everyone differently. Certainly we may see some great startling headlines. Uh, again, sometimes I think that's, I hate to say this, necessary because there's a release of energy. So there's usually some story that captures the headlines at that point that seems to be disrupting something i mean um uranus has stayed will be in taurus for seven years okay so we've had this before uranus has gone direct if we went back to january 22nd of last year uranus went direct in taurus as well so you get a you know obviously about six times this will happen over the course of seven years and um, you know, we had some headlines there. It was a terrible story, like out of Monterey Park, California, where, you know, celebrations, Chinese New Year, and someone shows up with a gun, of course, in multiple places and and does their damage. Um, but again, I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I am saying there is interesting that it does get reflected in the headlines of somebody break, totally breaking the norm, going off in a whole new direction. It could be a favorable announcement, a breakthrough of some sort, but unfortunately, oftentimes what catches the headlines are these terrible stories. Right. Right. I think, and what, just to clarify too, what mom's saying is like, because this is happening worldwide, you're right. going direct. We all have our personal stories, right? but usually there's some big stories that play out on a national level or get like worldwide media that really tells kind of the story of the energies right right so i don't think we told them what day uranus goes direct january oh. 27th this year oh yeah okay yeah sorry about that yeah i didn't i didn't put that in there yeah the 27th but it goes direct at 19 degrees mm -hmm. and um uh it's already at 19 we're talking about just minutes it's just minutes off from so it moves very slowly at this point because it's changing directions. You know, oftentimes we put the brake on when we're changing directions, we drive the car. It's the same idea in a planetary kind of a visualization that as it's ready to change and go the opposite direction, right? Even though, again, that's all, that's all just symbolic language there. Um, uh, it slows down. So my point is, I would think that people might be waking up and saying, now is the time. Because we're already sensing that we were moving into that energy in the next couple of weeks. So they may all of a sudden get a wild hair, so to speak, or say, you know, I'm going to do that. Now's the time. And, you know, we oftentimes don't think that out. Like, why, why this morning? Why did, after all I've been through, why now? 
do I see? I have an epiphany. I have a clarity. Um, Uranus is very Pentecostal and not in a religious sense, but in an awakening sense. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. I'm going to sign up for this. You know, you get these urges all of a sudden and it feels right. And that's what we're talking about, right? That's what we're basically predicting that you may feel it in your own life where you're making some very fast, clear, concise decisions about a new direction that you want to go. And I think you put it very nicely. The The problem with Uranus is because it is a little chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always going to be the storyline of, oh, I've been wanting to do this forever. Mm-hmm. And I finally got the go ahead or the energy mm-hmm. to do it. Uranus usually has a little bit of a complicated or a flip-flopping story where we thought, oh, this is how it's going to play out. And Uranus presents some new information or we go in the total opposite direction that surprises people or shocks people. So I always say Uranus is one of the harder planets to not just predict, but to plan. Oh, yeah. Because Uranus likes to break out of the mold. We said it's the disruptor. (laughs) So even here, just in that, the second week of January, you know, do you quite know what, how that's going to play out? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's the fun part. Let's say the fun part of it. You just don't don't see it coming, how things twist and turn in a certain way. I would like to put out an alert, though, specifically because of the degrees that Uranus is at, that if you have a birthday between May 10th and the 20th, so that's 10 days worth of birthdays there, Mm -hmm. uh, or you have a sibling, uh, a child, you know, a good friend, be aware these people are kind of being pulled in bizarre ways, maybe living under some unusual circumstances this year. I mean, there could be some, there could be an entertaining aspect to it, certainly laughable in hindsight only probably mm-hmm. about the bizarre story, the twist, the, the cut back, so to speak, the switch back, I guess I should say. Um, anyhow, just be aware that if you have a 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, go right after the 20th of May, you are going to particularly feel this. And we didn't say it, very important. This is a once in a lifetime energy. Assuming that everyone lives to be the age of 84, everyone's going to experience it once. So some people experience it in their childhood. Some people are going to experience it when they're 70 or 30 or, you know, 45. It, it, but it will happen once. And here it is for those born May 10th through the 20th. Yeah. It's actually the client that I'm uh, working with right after this call mm-hmm. is um, falls into this. And I can think of one other friend that falls into this. And, mm-hmm. you know, they do have some pretty you know, wild stories happening right now that, yeah. And I think in the end, it's all for the best, but Uranus, because it can be so like unpredictable and surprising. I think there's a, it's high emotion because it's not something that you've just been planning and prepping for. So it can catch them a little off guard. It's like being thrown into a situation. Like I've never done this before. I don't know anyone who's been in this position before, or, you know, it's making these key decisions. And sometimes there is a lot of flip flopping. Yeah. But I I always say it breaks crystallization. You know, we have a tendency, you know, you can pretty much, you know me well enough, Kate, that you know, 
My mom would do this. My mm -hmm. mom would say this. All right. But maybe I'll surprise you someday. Right. And <laughs> do something. You go, whoa, I never thought mom would say that. I never thought she would think that was okay. Right. That's Uranus. When you break from your long held traditions. Well, I think that's the flip side of it too, where the person that's being influenced by Uranus mm -hmm. might say, yes, I came the to the decision. Maybe it wasn't as shocking for them, but it was something that they were going flip-flopping back and forth. What do I do? But again, because it wasn't planned or prepared, then the reaction from the people around them can be even a little startling. Oh, people yeah. might be saying, why are you doing that? Oh, you should have done that. There could be like a lot of unsolicited feedback about their behavior because it might seem a little crazy, unexpected, surprising, you know, to those around them. So they might feel like they're dealing with it more with the backlash of the community or their friends or their family, maybe even more so than the actual decision that was made. Right. Well, let's start looking at the individual signs and we're going to do them in pairs today, which is, we don't always do it this way, but we're going to look at Capricorn and Cancer, for example, together, because they're kind of operating. There is some connection between those two signs. They're in opposition to each other and they kind of share. And this uh, Uranus going direct in Taurus this month in January uh, 2024 is going to set off some issues. I would, I would take a guess. Number one, there's a lot of discussions about money maybe about where to put the money or how to distribute the money. Do we need to tap into a, an account and take those monies out? Certainly a banking type of influence may be going on around them. Again, it could get comp more complicated with other people's monies and, uh, you know, debts and that type of topic could be going on as well. So that's one of the areas I think is big for Capricorns and Cancers. Yeah. Um, the other one could be love, unexpected yeah. love, unexpected support. And mm -hmm. of course, when we say love, I think most people just go to, oh, a solo individual right. partner, right. Um, but it can just be, oh, someone threw me a surprise party. It, mm -hmm. it could be, I showed up in a new community and I was welcomed by everyone. And I feel like I've found, you know, a, a second family type thing. So just the right. idea of unexpected support showing up. Well, you know what it is? It's people seeing your value. Mm. You know how fun it is when you go someplace and and oh and all over something you've done or something you have put together, and it's like wow, these people appreciate. They have a, they they can see how good I am in this area. And many times you walk in and you know you kind of get lost in the sea, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So that's all part of it. Uh, and I, they may uh, the whole purpose here. Capricorn Cancer is looking at new ways to create security. Uh, we should put children in as well. There could be a lot of focus on maybe children, maybe not even your own, maybe other people's children that you're very focused on. Yeah. Next, let's talk about Aquarius and Leo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll start with the Aquarius side because we talked about Uranus. It's untraditional. Mm -hmm. It's flip-flopping um, and it's happening in that area of home. So yeah. you could be flip-flopping about, should we sell? Should we not? Should we move? Should we not? Who's mm -hmm. living in the home? Right. Um, but it can even go into just odd home maintenance yeah, or unusual home conditions. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was dealing with a roof issue. I got my roof fixed here. <laughs> no. It's not the wall anymore. Now it's the roof. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the roof 
it was a long time coming, but we got the roof fixed. Anyways, it rained here in Las Vegas a couple days ago, and I can hear dripping inside the house. I'm looking at the roof, and the roof looks fine. Anyways, now the water is coming through the window, which doesn't even make sense to me because the window does not protrude from the house. Right. The window's flush with the house, so somehow there's either water in the wall. I don't know. A little uh, odd to me, if you're listening and you're in construction, maybe it doesn't sound odd at all, but... Right. It's a little bit of a mystery. So now that's uh, <laughs> uh, so again, a little bit unusual um, for Aquarius, of course, obviously um, electrical because of Uranus would be a big thing. You know, my concern if there's water in the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point, Kate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, that's not good. Okay. Also, I want to mention landscaping, out, outdoor stuff. You've already done that with the, the exterior wall on the property, but there can be a focus on the land, a lot of focus on the land. And obviously, simple re-landscaping would be a simple one, but there could be some reason to disrupt the landscaping. To have oh, to dig yeah. It up, right? I know an Aquarius-Leo couple. Oh, and yeah. They have to dig up the entire underneath of their property. They have to completely gut their kitchen and their floors and their house and the wall. Yeah. It's crazy because um, the water like heater or water pump thing got under the house. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but okay. it's a huge undertaking of oh my God. the home. Yeah. That's yeah. So uh, a whole nother level might be putting a focus on the relationships, redefining duties, household chores could flip for some very simple reason that all of a sudden, oh, I'm handling the garbage or they're doing this now or they're paying the bills. I'm no longer doing that. So there could be some um, re-leveling out of duties or responsibilities. I guess this could be where one spouse stays home and they're going to watch the kids now. That's the agreement, you know, shifting roles within relationships. Yeah, I think also for Leos, you know, there can be maybe some focus about a job change or something that po points them in a new direction from that yeah. in regards to their public reputation. I agree there too as well. Next, let's talk about Pisces and Virgo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and so Pisces, Virgo, I, number one, I just want to say the word paperwork <laughs> because maybe there's forms to be filed, deadlines to be met. You know, sometimes you can get it done next week sometimes and other times, no, you have to have it in by, you know, midnight tonight. That's the difference here of where you have to get forms or fill out applications or find out what do I need to do to qualify to get that license or to get approval or to prove just who I am and what I can do. Yeah. So this is a big energy of all the energies we speak about here, the signs. This is the one that those Pisces Virgo might be what I call ordaining themselves. Mm -hmm. We've all had someone in our circle, right? All of a sudden say, oh, I'm this. I'm a, I'm a decorator. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a house cleaner. And yet they've just kind of come out with it. They haven't done schooling. They haven't done anything specific, but they just declare it as their passion. And I don't mean this in a bad way. You just know it. I can do this. This is what I want to do. I'm capable. So it all comes from within. You're not knighted like the queen says, okay, you're knighted now. You're, you're qualified. You're great. Or you didn't pass a test. So there could be some kind of fun 
projects or interests that Pisces and Virgo take on under this influence and they'll do well. Yeah. Other things would be licensing. I know the with the Uranus, you're saying they could do it without the licensing, but some right. people might do it in a traditional way with licensing right. certifications, but it probably will be something that is maybe a little bit surprising. Oh, you have a degree in this, but you're going for a certification in this. Like it might not right. just right. seem like mm-hmm. the next step. Right. Next, let's uh, and talk. I, would, I would encourage, you know, particularly those Virgos, they might qualify for more than they think that they even deserve. There could be some financial win or unexpected turn in positive information about support, whether it's dollars in the pocket or the idea of being recognized for hey, your talents, your abilities. Yeah. Next, let's talk about Aries and Libra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this one also puts a big focus on money awareness. It does. It does. Yes, I, I will agree there. I want to start out first maybe with the idea of um, passion. Where is my passion? Uh, you know, where am I willing to put my money at? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, do you, I believe in it so much. I'm buying that item. I'm investing in my future by buying this particular tool or this item. So there could be some unusual purchases going on that other people might question. Is that worth it? Does that bring, is that value? And they may, yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to, you know, be my source of entertainment or I'm going to be able to make money doing this. I also think with that, there could just be some surprising announcements about their money. Are they walking away from mm. money? Are they walking away from side gigs that have been bringing them in money? Or are they committing to new gigs mm-hmm. that bring in money where you're thinking, oh, you already work a full-time job. Now you're doing this as well. So mm-hmm. again, a little surprising, shocking. Maybe you've been flip-flopping. Should I start that Etsy account? Should I not? Should I close it down? Yeah. You know, if there's anything that they have been flip flopping on, I would think they would have a pretty clear idea, especially as we get into February. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, all those things. That's, that's, that's great. Let's look at, at Taurus and Scorpio. Um, this would be affecting that solar first and solar seventh house. So in that regard, uh, we might be seeing upgrades in their home environment. And again, we all think of the classic of their painting, they're putting down new carpet. But sometimes this is like just putting a little more style into their life, uh, having uh, things that are particularly nice, whether it's upgrading the sheets or the pillows or things of that nature. So it's not like walking into a house and going, you're blown away mm-hmm. all of a sudden by the money that has been spent. No, it's just this this quality thing bringing a different aesthetic or quality into the home. Uh, It'd be great. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to talk about their reputation. Oh yeah. Well, I will say they could might be hosting. They might be more in charge of uh, wanting to do some group activity or something of that nature as well. And hosting larger groups, somehow a little more fun celebration energies. Yeah. Well, I think Taurus definitely should have some changes in reputation where they're making an announcement about a new title Mm. you know, what what their roles are, what their responsibilities are. Um, Of course, it could also play out in the body. So if you've been thinking, screw it, I'm going to cut my hair short. I'm going to stop dyeing my hair. There could even be some physical changes that they're going through as well. Oh, yeah. And again, that sounds somber, but uh, they could be drawn in by the medical world. Uh, A lot of tests testing going on, particularly uh, 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 ultrasounds, uh, 
x-rays, um, things of that nature, where they're scanning the body, looking underneath, using technologies, obviously, using new technologies that are out there to really understand their body, what's going on inside. They're very compatible with it. That's the crazy thing to say. Yeah. One other thing, just because, you know, it is happening in the sign of Taurus. So <laughs> we do have maybe more to say about right. um, Taurus Scorpios is, you know, I think they might be redefining their friends or, or their groups. Am I in? Am I out? They might be putting new boundaries into place um, or they might be befriending people that they thought, oh, my gosh, I didn't think we would be compatible. Right. Know, there could be an age difference. There could uh, be a totally different career background difference that you're saying, oh my gosh, like I really connect with this, with this person. So I think there's either a reorganization of the friends or there's new boundaries that are going into place right. with their relationships. Mm -hmm. And last we'll talk about Gemini and Sagittarius. Right. And I think there could be something kind of surprising here uh, for the uh, Geminis. Uh, there could be some, I would say, personal breakthroughs, uh, getting detaching, getting away from an influence that you've been trying to get away from, where you go into that new circle of people, or it could even be something related to work where, oh, I'm out of that circle, I can do remote work, I'm out of the office now, something where there could be some sense of I've gained more freedom, freedom to be who I am and not be so... Uh, intimately connected to all the people around me uh, so it's 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 a great healing energy but it's also some level of success of breaking out yeah. again hard to put into words there but yeah i like that you put healing in there um there could be more of a focus on therapies things that i do that i find healing Mm -hmm. um, but we can even go into the doctors you know are you getting checked up for something are you saying i want to get on top of this Again, could be a little bit surprising where you're thinking, oh my gosh, I've never been this proactive in regards to my health. Or um, maybe there could be some interesting food decisions that are even being made where you're completely switching up a, a food regimen, introducing new foods, removing foods. Uh, I think there can be more of a focus on the dietary needs yeah. of the body. That's I. I'm sure about that one. That's really strong. Uh, but, you know, sometimes as things, things happen passively to us. Uh, we like to talk about in the first person, you're doing this, you're doing that. And again, we always have to remember the passive side where, oh, well, it's, it's being pushed on me. All this change in my work environment is because we have a new boss, we have new leadership, uh, we've merged offices. So sometimes there are events that occur that, of course, immediately suggest, oh, yeah, your work, your work schedule or who you're sitting next to or who you're answering to, oh, it's all changing. So I know sometimes people can get overwhelmed in a consult. They're thinking, I'm doing all of this. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of laid back person. I'm not going to go out and set the world on fire tomorrow, right? It's, but the events start circling around you. I oftentimes say, particularly to clients who are just starting out, never had a consult before, I say, astrology is like weather. Um, if it's 80 degrees in front of you, it's 80 degrees behind you, it's 80 degrees to your left, it's 80 degrees to your right. You're in something bigger than yourself and you're being affected by it. Hmm. So it's not a matter of, oh, how, how am I going to pull this off? You know, I think sometimes people can get overwhelmed with this is going to happen, that's going to happen, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And they're going, that's not me, I don't do it. Many, many of us are just reactive. Oh, Absolutely. Right? 
Well, that's what I tell people in the consults is, you know, when they're on board, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I can see how that's going to play out. But I'm like, when they're saying, mm, nope, that's when I get concerned <laughs> because the energy has to play out. So uh, yeah. if we're just too, I don't know, lackadaisical about it, you know, we could be blindsided by this energy because yeah, other people are doing it and then we're just simply reacting. We don't have a lot of control. So I always do encourage clients to pick one or two things that I'm talking about and try to incorporate them just to eat up some of that energy. So they're not totally oh, caught off guard it. by some of the, the energies that they're under. That brings me to job. It's great that you brought that up because yes, I always say you try to use the energy, consume it. Mm-hmm. Don't try to keep distant. Like I don't want that to happen. So I'm going to be very protective. No, you, you, um, uh, you get in the mode with it. So you might do it by, oh, I'll do something else different around my home environment. I'll shake my commute up. You do small things, which sound infinitesimal. They sound boring, uh, but you're buying into, yeah, let's have a change. Let's welcome change into my life mm-hmm. and see where it takes you. I agree. So that concludes our talk for today. Again, Mercury is direct at this point And now, I would start planning, but not planning. Are you going direct? Yeah. Well, we look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. To keep in touch with mom and me, feel free to follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Swick, or to visit our websites, visit mom's website at maryswick.com or my website at kateswick.com.